That's all Apple had to announce at this point. For the Apple Watch, you get the Apple Watch Series 6 and there's the Apple Watch SE, which is a cheaper Apple Watch and a first for Apple's wearable segment. So yeah, the iPhone SE is the cheaper iPhone and the Apple Watch SE is the cheaper Apple Watch. The Apple Watch SE will cost you 29900 bucks for the GPS version and it will cost you 33900 for the GPS plus cellular version. Now that's not particularly cheap, but it's cheap by Apple standards and if you compare it to the Series 6, it's definitely cheaper. The Series 6 will cost you 40900 bucks for the GPS version and 49900 for the cellular version. So the watch SE has a retina display which Apple says is larger than the one on the Series 3 Apple Watch which was about 3 years ago now. And to be honest the watch SE seems more like an upgrade to the Series 3 only. It has an always on altimeter and accelerometer, a gyroscope and it does the hand washing detection fall detection and sleep tracking as well but it skips three features that have been the highlight for the last three apple watches it does not have the blood it does not have the blood oxygen sensor from the series 6 it doesn't have the ecg functionality which was introduced with the series 5 and it doesn't have the always on display which was introduced with the series 4 The Series 6 of course has all of this. Having said that, the SE does run on a Apple S5 chip which the company says will give you double the performance of the Series 3. The Series 6 on the other hand has a new S6 chip which is based on Apple's A13 Bionic which is the chipset that runs on current iPhone. And as I said earlier, Apple has a new blood oxygen monitor meaning the watch has much more data to gather from your wrist in fact apple seems so confident that they're tying up with multiple health organizations to use this data for medical research and there are a bunch of watch bands that will go with this as well and while apple hasn't said when these watches will come to india the bands start selling in october which pretty much gives you a hint as to when the watches start selling as well Apple is also expected to launch its online store very soon so it's possible that you know the, it will do sort of all of this together now that covers the watches let's talk about the iPads like the watches there are two iPads the new 8th generation iPad and a new iPad Air the 8th generation will cost you rupees 29900 for the Wi-Fi variant and rupees 41900 for the cellular plus Wi-Fi variant 
and the new iPad Air starts at rupees fifty four nine hundred, and you'll have to shell out sixty six nine hundred for the cellular plus Wi-Fi model. Pretty much regular Apple pricing, and if you're thinking these are expensive, yes, they definitely are. Now, there's not much worth talking about when it comes to the iPads. The Air has a new five nanometer chipset from Apple, which is called the A14 Bionic. It's a hexa-core design which Apple says will give you 40% more CPU performance over the last iPad Air. But the 8th gen iPad runs on the A12 Bionic, which pretty much shows you that Apple sees this as a budget offering for users. The Air of course supports the Apple Pencil as well, and my guess is that the new 8th gen iPad will also support the Apple Pencil. Now this week's Apple launches really show you how Apple sells products. While Android makers usually focus on the specs and sell all those aspects and sell all those aspects like if, even if you look at the new Galaxy Tab S7 Plus Samsung is all about the OLED display there's a very fast processor and so on for Apple what it sells is features so with the watches they're selling that blood oxygen monitor now I'm not sure what that sensor will be useful for yet but Honestly, if you have any of the last three generations of Apple Watches, you will probably not need an upgrade just now. And the Series Six or the SE doesn't really qualify as an upgrade for what you currently have. And honestly, Apple knows that it doesn't expect people to really upgrade to a new device every year or even every two years. I mean, look at iPhones; they get updates for three, four, five years at some points. Instead, the Series Six is gonna be meant for people who really need that blood oxygen monitor. And again, we'll have to figure out what diseases or what health activities it really helps with. But I'm guessing there would be some use cases for it. The same goes for the iPads. The iPads are even lesser. The iPads stand. The iPads are even smaller updates as compared to the Apple Watch. And again, Apple knows this. But if you're buying an iPad today, then many tech experts will tell you to go for the newest model as long as you can afford it. That doesn't mean that the older models are out of date or anything. I mean, they are out of date in the sense that they don't have the newest hardware and all. But Apple devices last really long, so the older iPads that will become cheaper now will actually become good offerings for people who have a smaller budget. While I found the products interesting for sure. Honestly, what's most interesting nowadays is what Apple is doing with its service offering. As as we have discussed often, Apple has shifted its focus to a whole services model where it wants you to buy product, but it wants you to become a recurring customer where you pay for its services. That includes things like Apple Music. It has Apple TV Plus. It has Apple News Plus. It has iCloud, of course, storage. And now it also has something called Apple Fitness Plus, which is actually something it introduced with the Series Six watch. Now, Fitness Plus is not gonna be available in India just yet, but it gets you these fitness training sessions from professional trainers, which you can access. And of course, the watch will give you data with all of that, and that becomes a service offering. Apple expects people to pay for that. What's even more important, and and this is the one I think really makes sense for India. Is something called Apple One, which basically turns all of Apple into a service offering. So with Apple One, the company is bundling things together. So there's an individual model which will cost you rupees hundred and ninety-five per month, 
and it gives you Apple Music, Apple Arcade, Apple TV Plus and 50GB of iCloud storage with one monthly bill. There's also a family offering which costs you 365 rupees per month and that gives you the same thing but with 200GB of iCloud storage. There's also a premier tier which pretty much gives you all of Apple services and a whopping 2TB of cloud storage but that one is not coming to India just yet which makes sense because uh, Apple News Plus and Apple Fitness Plus are not services that Apple sells in India just yet. But with Apple One what basically happens is it gives Apple a better shot at sort of acquiring customers. So unlike its products, you don't necessarily need an iPhone or an iPad to subscribe to Apple services. You can watch Apple TV Plus on your TV, you can watch it on your laptop, you can, you can watch it on your laptop and things like that. Similarly, Apple Music is available on Android as well. So if you think about it, if you're currently paying for let's say Apple TV Plus and Apple Music, you're spending about 200 bucks a month. So instead, if you pay 195 bucks a month, you get 50 GB of iCloud storage, which is accessible outside of Apple devices as well. You get Apple TV Plus, you get Apple Music, and they throw in Apple Arcade as well in it. Apple Arcade is the iPhone and iPad based gaming service that, that Apple announced last year. Thinking of it as a user like me, so I pay about 100 bucks for Apple Music every month. I pay about uh, 75 rupees for 50 GB of iCloud storage every month, meaning that I spend about 175 bucks every month on Apple services. So for me, if I pay 195 rupees, which is just 20 rupees more, I get Apple Arcade into it. Now I had subscribed to Apple Arcade once before. I didn't find it very useful, so I stopped paying for it. But now that I can get it for 20 bucks instead of 100, I kind of don't mind paying for it and I might as well go forward and get it. Now the obvious question anybody will ask in all of this is why does it matter? Because Apple products are too expensive for India and no matter how many service offerings people might just be like, yeah, I'll use Apple Music but I can still not afford an iPhone. And that is true. But there's a catch. India's market has been changing for a while. People have been buying more expensive phones, so to speak. So if you think about say five odd years ago, the entire market used to be in that 10,000 to 20,000 range or under 10,000. Today, the share of phones that cost above rupees 20,000 has increased. And even more, the share of phones that cost above rupees 30,000 has increased. Now that could be because of EMIs or generally because Indians are richer. I don't know. Honestly, it's EMIs, let's face it. But the fact is that we are all buying slightly more expensive devices. So phones like the iPhone SE fall in this bracket, the 30,000, 40,000, 50,000 range, where a lot of people are buying these phones on EMIs. In fact, a fun fact here is that during the pandemic, companies like Vivo, Oppo have dropped in market share, whereas companies like Samsung and Apple, which are usually known as the more expensive guys in the market, they have gained market share. Apple's overall market share in India remains at about 2%, but they grew by about 5% in this past quarter, which is 
a big deal for Apple and I discussed this in an episode earlier. In addition to that, there's also a huge growth in the OTT subscriptions that happen from India. Hotstar has a large user base, Netflix has done mildly well, there's Amazon Prime which has done well as well, and there are a plethora of other offerings. Now Apple is new to this game, but Apple Music is a pretty advanced service. It is amongst the best music streaming services. Apple TV Plus doesn't have a very huge library at the moment, but at the end of the day, it's Apple. They have the cash to really get good content onto their platform and sort of draw those users here. So Apple is not playing the short game in India, of course. It knows that in the short run, its market share will remain at 2%, maybe 3 maybe 4 Trust me, the day Apple reaches 5% of the market, it'll be huge news in India. But in the long run, Apple could use its service offerings to get people towards iPhones. It could also use iPhones to get people towards service offerings. So it's sort of a two-headed strategy. And that makes sense. The only problem will be when it comes to increasing prices. In fact, one of the experts I spoke to, he pointed this out that Apple has made things really cheap. The same individual Apple One plan, which costs 195 rupees in India, costs you about $15 in the US. So some experts do think that Apple is sort of digging a hole for itself, which it won't be able to climb out of. But then again, if there's one company that has proved experts wrong time and again, it's Apple. Their $2 trillion valuation is a great example of that. So that's it for today. I shall be back this very week with another segment where I take on some misconceptions about technology. Until then, tell me what you want me to cover. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Undertaker. Yes, you heard that right. It's U-N-D-E-R-T-E-C-H-E-R. Or you can write to me at podcastsatinthesuntimes.com. Talk to you next time. This was a Live Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.